Hi, and welcome to the Internet Marketing Show that gives you, amongst other things, simple, proven, and practical steps to build your very own successful online business. Here's your host, the village marketer himself, Peter Beckenham. Hello, this is Peter Beckenham, the village marketer, and today I want to share with you some thoughts and thinking about the phone call you'd have for a strategy session, or you may want to call it a discovery session. I mean, the outcome is hopefully to have sales conversations using the three rules of sales that will enable you to get higher ticket items, more valuable clients, in other words. Now, if you want more information about the three rules of sales, please ask me for my the spirit of sales audio. But I'll just take you through them very quickly right now. The first rule of sales, your number one job is to help the prospect make the right decision for them. The second rule of sales is that most times what is best for the prospect is outside their comfort zone and so is your solution. And the third rule of sales is that most prospects will fight to stay inside their comfort zone rather than get outside it to achieve what they want. They are the three basic rules of sales. And if you philosophically follow the three rules of sales, then most, if not all, of the objections you'll ever face disappear. And so does the pressure that may occur in some people's sales conversations. So what I'm going to do now is just share with you some ideas of a script. I don't want you to learn it off by heart. It's just to get your thinking in the right direction. A script to follow in such a discovery or strategy session call, right? And we are assuming, by the way, that the person who is on the call with you has a problem. You know he's got the problem or she's got the problem and you have a solution for that. But they don't know what the solution is but they've agreed to speak with you. That's the assumption. And the second assumption we're going to make is that you're going to approach this call from a doctor's perspective. And let me share a bit more about that in a minute. So the conversation would start something like this. Hi, is this Mary? Well, this is Peter from ABC. How are you? This is a simple connection point, okay? That's all we're doing. There's no rapport built just as yet but the rapport will come from you diagnosing the prospect's problem. Okay, that's where um, I referred to the doctor's approach. You're going to diagnose their problem. So then you would simply say, because we are assuming they're on the call because they want a problem solved, right? So you say to them, are you ready to get started? Now, this is important because you are leading the call. If they say yes, then you'd say, Because in the interest of optimising our time together, I've set out a simple agenda for us to follow, okay? And at the end of that period of time, if I think I can help you, then I will mention. If I think I can't help you, I'll also tell you. So the first question you'd ask them would be something like this. Tell me, what's broken in your business? Or if you're in personal development, what's not working for you in your relationship? Or what's not working for you in your business? And listen for the answer and make sure you write down the actual answers they're giving you, okay, in their words. Then 
You need to understand the problem and the objectives and their desires by asking a question something like this. What have you tried to do at this point to fix this? What have you tried already? Or what ways have you tried in the past? Get the answers, okay? And push to make sure you've got clarity with the answers they're giving you. Because these are their pain points. These are their real challenges. This is the reason they're on the phone with you. Because they haven't been able to solve the problem before. Their business is broken or their relationship is broken. And they've tried these things and it hasn't worked. If it had worked, they wouldn't be talking to you, right? Then you ask a very important question. And you'd say, Mary, please tell me, how long has this been an issue for you? And wait for the answer. Is it three weeks? Is it three months? Is it three years? Whatever it is, okay? Let's say they say the answer. They've got a problem in their business and it's been there for three years, right? So you'd then say, have you been trying the same things or new things for the last three years? Now, make sure you get the answer because you need to know the psychology of the situation. In other words, how they're feeling and thinking about the situation they find themselves in right now. The frustration or the pressure or the pain, whatever it may be. You need to get that very clear in your mind. And you need them to share with you and get clarity in their mind as well. I mean, there's no cookie cutter solution. There's no cookie cutter sales pitch I'm suggesting to you here. You see, for you to help the prospect to make the best decision for them requires you to truly understand what they are struggling with the most. What is the most important thing to them to solve? So make sure you understand that and understand everything that's going on for them, including the psychological pressures they're under, okay? Then say something like this. Mary, what does success look like for you if we could solve that issue? Can you just describe to me in your own words what you would like it to look like? And wait for the answer. And dig deep if you didn't get as much as you wanted. Ask them, why did you say that? Ask them, How does it impact on you, your family, your lifestyle, etc., right? This is what you're looking for. This is the psychology you need to uncover. Now, by approaching a sales conversation like this, at this particular point, the prospect and you have built some rapport as they now know and appreciate that you understand their problem, that you're listening to them, that you are really trying to be a person who is advising and serving, not trying to sell, and that the questions you are asking are demonstrating a level of leadership, authority, and mastery. Now, before getting to the decision-making time, which some people refer to as the close, right? I hate that word because it's got all sorts of connotations. Before getting to the decision-making time for the prospect, And remember, they're making the decision that's in their best interests. You need to understand the three principles of why people buy. Firstly, they feel compelled to a better future in their life or their business. Let me ask you, how many times have you bought something that could solve your problem, but you just didn't want to go there? This is called 
having a compelling vision. If you really want to go there, then you feel compelled to actually make the decision. And that will help the prospect get outside their comfort zone, right? So that's the first principle of why people buy. They compel themselves. Secondly, they also need to feel that staying stuck is really more costly and more risky than moving forward. I mean, they may have a compelling vision, right? But if it's not costing them that much to stay where they are, then they won't take any action to resolve the issue. Make sense? Let me put it another way. There has to be pleasure in the future and pain in the present. The third reason why people buy is because they have to believe that you are the correct person to help them advance from their current to their future situation. And at the same time, you know that they can do this, but you don't want them to think or feel that it will be easy or achievable to do it by themselves, as they probably won't buy from you if that happens, right? You're going to give the guidance. You're going to give them the strength to get outside their comfort zone, even if they do feel compelled, and you are going to be the one that holds them accountable. And in that way, they will achieve the impact, the objectives, or the transformation they want. Now, at this stage, you want to attach some responsibility and accountability, as I mentioned, to the prospect. So you'd say something like this. You told me about the problem in detail, and you can mention X, Y, and Z because you took notes on it, right? You told me about your target or your objectives and what you really want. And this is confirming both your understanding and their agreement to where they are. But more importantly, now you want to make sure that the prospect actually recognises the reason things are not working are their fault, right? Because they haven't taken the steps required to do it. So then you'd say something like this. Mary, what are the chances of you being able to get this fixed when after three years nothing's worked and then suddenly overnight something changes and you're able to figure it all out by yourself? What are the chances of that happening? And wait for an answer. You are challenging them to be accountable to themselves, all right? Or another thing you could do is this. I usually talk to people who fall into three buckets, Mary. Bucket number one, they don't know what to do. They've got no idea what they need to know. So really, things aren't working for them very well at all. Bucket number two is that they know what to do, but they don't know how to do it. They, they don't have a system in place to follow. Or they're in bucket number three. And is the reason why they haven't been able to figure this out is because they're looking for somebody who has a proven process that you can just go in and implement relatively risk-free. So, Mary, which bucket would you fall into? Bucket number one, number two, or number three? Or maybe all three? Now, notice that all three buckets are favourable to you. And what you're actually doing is attaching responsibility back to the prospect. Then you transition to the decision-making period. And you'd say something like this. Okay, Mary, where would you like to go from here? Or, okay, Mary, would you like to know what I do? Or, 
Mary, from what you've shared, it sounds like I can help you. Would you like me to tell you what I do? Just a small note here, by the way. Sometimes, before getting to the decision-making questions I've shared with you, it's also valuable to ask, is there anything else I need to know? Okay? Is there anyone else that should be here when we're making the decision? Because that's something that's very important. Otherwise, you've actually not diagnosed the problem the right way and you haven't qualified your prospect. So those various ways of getting people to a decision-making process point, this is positive energy that elicits a positive response compared to trying to pitch them and try to overcome their objections. Can you see the difference in the approach? Now some final thoughts very quickly. This process takes a lot of practice. And over time, you're going to become masterful at it. But do not expect miracles in the short term. Don't get discouraged if you've taken five calls and haven't got a favourable decision for your solution. Okay, It's a matter of timing. It's a matter of learning. It's a matter of you getting comfortable taking people outside their comfort zone. So there you go. I hope you found that helpful. Until next time, bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to the Internet Marketing Dinner Show with your host, the village marketer himself, Peter Beckenham. For more great content, go online, peterbeckenham.com. We'll catch you next time.